we start with the Tamil Halacha, and the uh, discussion today is going to be about. I don't know if you've ever noticed, I'm, I'm a very big fan of these. I always have these with me. These are uh, Listerine pocket packs. So there are a lot of halachic issues that come up with Listerine pocket packs. What in the world would the halachic issues be? Well, there was a big scandal a number of years ago when uh, they, they, they stopped the Ashkacha. I think uh, Listerine just didn't see, was, didn't think it was necessary to pay. <coughs> For the Ashkacha anymore. So the Chavkeh had stopped giving Ashkacha for some point and it was like a huge to do. Could Jews still have it? Could they not have it? Ultimately, there was enough Bar Hashem, there was enough complaining that they, they got the Ashkacha back. But there are really three different halachic shaylas that come up with the Listerine pocket packs. First of all, does it even need Ashkacha in the first place? There are other companies that also make the same thing that, uh, that maybe do not have Ashkacha, or at least at some point these didn't have Ashkacha. Um, after all, in, in mouthwash in general, and in toothpaste, and these types of products, glycerin is normally a key ingredient, and glycerin there's a decent chance, a reasonable chance, that it comes from non-kosher sources. It could be made from kosher sources also, but it could come from non-kosher sources. Question number two about these things is, if you're going to put one in your mouth, do you need to recite a bracha before putting it in your mouth? Normally, um, if you're just towing, when you taste something to, uh, to enjoy the flavor of something, one uh, does recite a, uh, a bracha. And question number three is, can you have them on a fast day? Is there anything wrong with uh, popping Listerine strips every, uh, every five minutes or even every couple of hours on a fast day? So uh, those are the three, the three biggest questions that, that relate to. Now, m- m- for the most part, these, these are shloshah These are three questions, but it's really only one question. And the question is, what are these? Are these like mini sucking candies? that are just so tiny that they dissolve immediately as opposed to taking the few minutes that a sucking candy would dissolve and in, in, in that sense it would be considered a food or do we say no these aren't sucking candies these are mouthwash it just happens to be that it's mouthwash to go it's mouthwash that you don't have to spit out because it's not even enough mouthwash to be able to spit out it's the, it gives you the little film of, in your mouth that mouthwash after you spit spit out mouthwash would leave anyway. When you spit out your mouthwash, you haven't spit it all out, it leaves a little bit in your mouth. And they have condensed that little bit and managed to find a way to put that little bit in your mouth. If it's mouthwash and it's not a food, that would certainly lead one to believe that maybe it would not require bracha, not require ashkacha, and be permissible on a fast day. However, it may not be 100% that all three of these issues are, are 100% connected. Because Shulcharachim Tafkov Samach Zayin Sif Gimel says that you can wash out your mouth on a fast day. So even with water, one is allowed to wash out his mouth on a fast day. So uh, obviously water you would have to say a bracha on. Water you're not allowed to, uh, if, if, if you were to have a water drink that's uh, not kosher if there were such a thing, that would be a problem. Um, nevertheless, a fast day may be different. The hagdara of what you can do on a fast day may be different. Now, it should be noted in the Shabura in Tavkov Samachayin, Sivkot Niralv points out that only b'makum tsar, should you wash out your mouth on a fast day, and, and also not on Yom Kippur, and also only if you're facing forward so that you don't inadvertently swallow any of the water and that you're confident that it's all going to be spit out, but it's just an, an example of where the Hagdara of the three is not the same. So it's not 
all necessarily about is it ochel or is it not ochel. So let's start with this. Can, can a person put something non-kosher in their mouth if they're not eating it? It's not lunch. It's not what they're eating for a meal. It's not what they're eating for a snack. It just happens to be something that gets put inside their mouth. Ramah in Yerodeus from Kovches Sif Hey says that one is not allowed to put something non-kosher in his mouth even if he intends to spit it out. A person cannot put non-kosher food in his mouth even if he plans on spitting it out. The Shulchan Aruch and Aruchayim in Hilchas Pesach writes that you're not even allowed to use non-kosher or in the context of Hilchas Pesach, chametzdik ink to write a letter because if it's still somewhat edible, you might snack on it as you're writing the letter. You might put some in your mouth and be like, oh, not so bad if it's not disgusting. So a person might enjoy the ink. So the argument is made, you can't tell me that these are less edible than ink. And if ink is a problem, then you shouldn't be allowed to put these in your, in your mouth. Or for that matter, mouthwash, toothpaste, it has to be that it's... Uh, that, that, that these are more snackable than, than ink is. And in fact, this is an old machlokas about toothpaste and mouthwash. Most poskim assume that toothpaste and mouthwash are in fact better than ink. You see, the ink that they were talking about was ink that's still somewhat edible. No one would ever eat toothpaste or eat mouthwash. We enjoy the fact that it freshens our breath, that it cleans out our mouth, but that's the intention. The intention is to clean out the mouth. It's not to ingest anything. So, and that's why many, many poskim are mekel. Ber Moshe Chesim Sadidalid is even mekel, and he's not known as uh, one of the world's great mekilim. But on the other hand, Rav Belsky's Levracha was very strict about this issue. Rav Belsky would always say, toothpaste tastes delicious nowadays, and mouthwash tastes delicious nowadays. And since these things taste delicious, they certainly, Rabelsky thought, would require ashkacha. I think the minaga olam is that we do not require ashkacha on toothpaste and mouthwash, right? I would imagine most people don't check for ashkacha on toothpaste and mouthwash. So against uh, what Rabelsky holds. Now, what about applying that to Listerine strips? So, so there are those that want to argue that even though we're making when it comes to toothpaste and mouthwash, there's a big difference between that and the Listerine pocket packs. Because the toothpaste and mouthwash, as soon as you put it in your mouth, you spit it out. You you never intend to swallow any of it. The point is to use it as a cleanser and then to spit it right out. These are not supposed to be spit out. The whole point is that you can put them in your mouth and just leave them there and they dissolve and you get the, the benefit from it. So maybe one could argue that it would have the status of a, uh, of a small sucking candy. However, uh, Rav Shechter Shlita thought that that is not correct. He thought, you know, these are mouthwash on the go, meaning the, the way they're meant to, to be used is the same way mouthwash would be used, except you don't have to carry around the liquid with you. And even though you're not spitting it out, it's, that's because there's nothing to spit out. It's just cleaning out your mouth in a way that it's leaving such a small film in your mouth that there's nothing to really, to really spit out. And therefore, if Shachter holds that there's no need for ashkacha on these things, one does not need to recite a bracha on these things. And if one wants to have them on a fast day, you could have them on a fast day. There's nothing wrong with that. Much like you would hold that one is allowed to brush their teeth on a fast day. And there wouldn't be anything wrong with that. On the other hand, Rav Belsky, Zuchar Levracha, 
uh, holds on all those things, and Rav Asher Weiss also for that matter, holds that it needs hashgacha, you have to say a bracha, you cannot have it on a fast day. Uh, I, I saw somewhere that Rabbi Forrest uh, said that whether it requires a bracha really depends on the kavana of the person who's taking it. If you're taking it because you just really like how it tastes and you enjoy the taste of it, and your mouth is fine, you don't feel like gross in your mouth, you just, you just enjoy the taste, so then it would require a bracha because then you are treating it like a sucking candy. But if you're taking it you're, because you want to clean out your mouth, you have a disgusting taste in your mouth, you want to freshen your breath, then it's mouthwash and it would not require a bracha. But there is an important thing to add over here. I have a nephew who uh, heard Rav Shefter's Pesach from me and he, uh, he loaded up before a fast day. He had like 15 packs of these in his, uh, in his pocket and all day, all day. He was eating. Listen, I'm, I'm amazed that he didn't end up in the hospital. But that, that's he was he was using it like we would snack on popcorn. You know, like 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 you would snack on uh, on uh, what's the one? Once you pop, you just can't stop. Whatever. Like, like you would snack on a food that you're just having. Uh, you know, depending. I guess everyone has their own food. For me, it's Jolly Ranchers. You know, that, that you just you just you just keep it till it's done. Just keep on. There is a concept in Halacha called Achshavei. The Gemara in Chulun Daf Kuf uses this with regard to Dam. Shulchan Aruch in Yerodeus and Reish Lamelches uses this concept when it comes to Hilchos Shavuos. The concept of Achshavei is that if something is not a food because it is Nifsonai Achila, it's not Roi Achila, and we know the Gemara in Avodah tells us that Nevela Ruiel Ger Kriya Nevela Nevela Shein Ruiel Ger Einu Kriya Nevela. That only if a food is roi la'achila is it considered to be a food. If it's not roi la'achila, it's not a food at all, and therefore does not present a kashrus problem. But nevertheless, we should point out the rush and others that uh, that we have this principle called akshave. What akshave means is that if I treat it like a food, if I consider it a food, if I eat it like it's a food, then it becomes a food for me, and it is therefore problematic. And that's why the Shulchan Aruch and the Yerushalmi Paskins that if a person takes a shvua, she'ochel hayom, he takes a shvua that he's going to eat today, and he uh, eats dirt that day, he has fulfilled the shvua, because he was achshavei the dirt for achila. He considered the dirt worthy of, uh, of achila. So I, I would argue that even though this is not food, in, in the opinion of Mori Verabit of Shechter, certainly I was, never, I was never really sure if he had ever actually seen one and he had just said it, if he had ever tasted one. So last uh, Sukkis, he was in um, at our shul, Simchus Beis Shreva, he was invited to speak, and I was sitting next to him. And I said, Rebbe, um, you know, I, I, I put one in my mouth because I'm always putting these in my mouth. I said, uh, Rebbe, you know what these are? And he said, yeah. I said, people always ask me about them. So I said, you, you hold, they don't need a bracha? You know, I always confirm with him because people say, he really holds, you can have a fast. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, did you ever try one? He said, no. So I said, here, you want to? He said, yeah, sure, why not? And I, I gave him one. He's like, what do I do with it? You know, he wasn't sure exactly how to... So he just put it in his tongue. And he... Uh, so I was, I was a very good instructor. And, uh, and, and he, uh, he, he put it in his mouth. And he, first he said, mm, not bad. Then he said, whoa, pe- people, people think you make a bracha on this? Ah, he thought it was crazy. He thought, this is mouthwash. This isn't anything but mouthwash. So even though that is, that is the case. But if, let's say, one were to say... You know what my favorite drink is? Forget about Snapple, forget about uh, Dunkin' Donuts, Macchiatos, or whatever. You know what my favorite drink is? Mouthwash. 
So if a person were to treat mouthwash in that way, they would also have to say a bracha, and it would also have to be kosher. Because if you're achshavei, if you're machshavit la'achila, it becomes something that's, that's like it's roi la'achila. Now it, it should be pointed out, not all the Rishonim accept the principle of achshavei la'alacha. You can take a look at Miran and Pesachim, Heim, Beis, Bedapi, Arif. But nevertheless, we are machmir l'chavchila. The achshavei, the Magen Avram writes in Tafim and Beis, that it's only if you do it with kavana, that you're doing it with kavana sachila. But that, that could very well be the case. So, halach l'maysa. You know, the, there are poskim that hold that that uh, that that all toothpaste, mouthwash, uh, breath strips, all of these things require ashkacha and uh, and require a bracha even. That that that's very hard to accept, and it doesn't seem that that's the popular opinion among the poskim. Then there's a second group that holds toothpaste and mouthwash is one thing, listerine strips are another thing. Toothpaste and mouthwash don't need ashkacha, listerine strips do. Then there's a third group of poskim, Mari Verabi and, and, and others, who would say that, no, this is mouthwash, and just like toothpaste and mouthwash do not require ashkacha, do not require bracha, neither does this. But we still have the principle of achshaveh, that a person should not be popping it all day like a food, but it should be used as a mouth cleanser. Okay.